Hello, welcome to the Thursday, October 20th, 2016 edition of the Sands and Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich, and today I'm recording from Baltimore, Maryland. Xavier wrote up some interesting spam that he received recently with a calendar file as an attachment. Now, I've seen uh, these attachments before. Typically, the point here is to have that appointment added to your calendar automatically, which some mail clients will do. And then, of course, the reminder essentially will amplify the spam. In this case, however, it looks like they played a little bit of a different trick. What he did is they added 50 different participants to this appointment and then they're counting on the recipient of the email to cancel the appointment which will send an email to all 50 participants essentially distributing the spam even further interesting approach because this way the attacker actually only has to send one email and gets the victim to amplify these emails to the the 50 different recipients. You should definitely not configure your mail client to automatically add appointments. There should at least be a prompt asking you if you want to have them added to your calendar and then just delete them if you don't like uh, the particular invite, if you think it is spam and do not cancel or otherwise respond to these messages. And the process used by Komodo to verify ownership of domains for SL certificates had an interesting vulnerability if you try to verify a Belgium or European domain. These are the .be or .eu domains. Turns out that for those particular top level domains, you cannot get a text representation of the WHOIS information that includes the owner's email address and commonly that is used to verify the ownership of a particular domain. Instead, uh, these particular top level domains only offer this data in image form in order to prevent spammers from harvesting the data. Komodo used an OC algorithm in order to parse the data and apparently had some very typical OCR issues here for example with the lowercase l and the number one being mixed up O and zero being mistaken for each other which could lead to someone retrieving permission to obtain an SL certificate for a domain they don't actually own if they were able to register essentially a lookalike domain. This is overall an ongoing issue with SL certificate authorities, how they verify ownership of a particular domain or host name. Let's Encrypt, for example, just relies on the ability to store files on that domain in a specific location, which is then used for verification, which of course doesn't necessarily authenticate domain or hostname ownership, but just write permission to the document root at the web server. And Oracle again released its quarterly patch update as usual 
crucial a very large number of vulnerabilities 253 is what i've seen haven't counted them all myself but this covers the entire product range so that is not just the database it also for example includes mysql there are also quite a few of vulnerabilities for the fusion middleware the component that again usually affects the most users is java we do have a total of seven vulnerabilities uh, being addressed here three of which reach a cvss base score of 9.6 so definitely update java and then check what else may need updating in your particular environment. So Curry has an interesting blog how credit card numbers are exfiltrated from compromised web stores. In this case, the original compromise happened via one of the many Magento vulnerabilities, Magento being a framework often used to build these stores. But what's different here is that the attacker does embed the credit card numbers into legitimate images on this site. Now, we have seen in the past where attackers sort of created fake images. Essentially, they just created a file with a .jpg extension or something like this and then wrote the credit card numbers in it in order to hide uh, this file from uh, scanners and the like that looked uh, for new files on the system but in this case they're actually appending these credit card numbers to existing files on the site that are then just downloaded like any other file on the site that is included in the online store so this way it becomes not only harder to figure out uh, which files are including these credit card numbers that actually should still be possible but then also to figure out who actually downloaded the credit card numbers from the store because actually many legitimate users may have downloaded the same file as well well and is it for today so thanks and for listening and talk to you again tomorrow bye